to hear from you or we are so happy to talk to you should we yeah, say today so it was a really awesome week last week we spoke to Lynn Hawthorne and she was 100% wonderful we felt like we were um, we had known her for like years and years like we were in her own household you know and I must say I was doing the washing this week and I was so tired but I took her advice and I showed Joshua how to fold the clothes and yes, so it was awesome. And uh, although, you know, it wasn't perfect, we got there. He was eager to try and loved it for 15 minutes at least. And then, you know, he got over it afterwards. But, you know, you know, I just, you know, had some advice there and took it. So this week we have Cynthia, which is uh, a show host on Bon Appetit mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on Active FM. And she is going to share with us today. So... I thought, well, why not have a show on moms and food, right? Because, you know, as moms, we, I'm sure, love to eat, at least some. I know some that don't love to eat, but I don't know about tons. What's wrong with them? There's, yeah. The best food to eat before and during and after pregnancy and what works, what doesn't. So, moms, let us eat. Ladies and gentlemen. It's Active FM. Hot presenters. The best topics. The most entertaining presenters. Everything you could ever want in radio. We're left in Jesus. We're left in Jesus. Radio has never been better. Hello, welcome to the show, Cynthia. Hello, Cynthia. We are lovely having you. We are lovely, likely, lovely, likely having you today. So we asked you to come to the show because there's a lot of women that want to know what to eat and what not to eat, especially when they are pregnant, right? Because we all know, you know, you're pregnant, you have to eat certain things, shouldn't be eating certain things, want to eat certain things. Now, when I was pregnant, I wanted specific things, and I made sure I got it. <laughs> but obviously, there are some things you can't eat. Yeah. Tell us more about these things. Give us your insight. Now, before we actually go and speak about these things, you can't really tell. Well, I've never been pregnant in my life. Well, not yet. Well, not yet, yes. But you have been exposed to the pregnant woman. Yes, I have been exposed to the pregnant woman quite a few times. Um, but... What, what you see is that you can't really tell a pregnant woman what to eat and what not yeah. to eat because cravings are different. I mean, yeah. what you crave is not what uh, Tando craves and uh, yeah. what I'll crave probably. I, I'm hoping I'm going to crave wings and, and stuff like that. But <laughs> <laughs> but now when you look at the dietary and uh, caloric um, recommendations of a pregnant woman, it's like the foundations. These are the things that uh, you have to know and the things that you have to eat, basically. So approximately 300 extra, not just 300, but 300 extra calories are needed each mm. day. What, what? Because you're not eating for yourself. Yeah, I mean, you're used to true. the small, you know, little things. And no, you have to think of the baby that's coming. Um, yes. And this should come from a balanced diet of protein, fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. Okay. Sweets and fats need to be 
kept at a minimum. What? I know they always say if it's a girl, you're going to ha- crave all these sweets and things like that, but they actually have to be kept to a minimum. So the calories that you're adding shouldn't be coming from fatty foods and stuff. Wow. Uh, uh, these help to reduce some pregnancy symptoms such as nausea and constipation. Can I just say, like, I saw Tandor pregnant and she was just, like, eating sweets upon sweets upon sweets. Yep. And then I got pregnant and then I was also starting to eat the sweets. And it's not because I craved them, but it's because I had to have something in my mouth for me not to vomit. Yeah. So you have to get, what's this, your fruits and vegetables. Those will help, actually. So Tandor eats carrots now. Only now. I mean, after how many pregnancies? (laughs) But that's good. So So the first two definitely was sweets. And the third one was ice. I used to eat ah. a lot of ice. Like, it helped sure. with the nausea and all of that. Now, this child is on the right track, yes. according Karen. to the standard. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, something that is very important is your fluid intake. As much as you yeah. have to get food and things like that. So, you, it's important that you keep hydrated, drinking a lot of water. But your fluid intake doesn't only come through drinking water and stuff. So, you can have it through juices. And obviously, it's... Um, Juices that do not have artificial sweetness. So 100% fruit juice and stuff like that. Um, Also comes through soups, especially Ah. homemade soups Um, and and stuff. Those are more healthier because you have the natural proteins and and vitamins that come from the vegetables that are fresh and and stuff. And things that you have to avoid at whatever cost. If you can avoid it make sure that you avoid these things it's yeah. like it's alcohol i mean they tell every pregnant woman not to take alcohol yes, that's a little bit yeah, and, and stuff bit um, i mean even with medications and things it's not you guys can't take that many yeah uh, medications something like caffeine as well yeah that needs to be put to a restriction so if you're someone who takes like drinks like five cups a day yeah you look at maybe drinking a cup a day or something like that. So that's put to a restriction and artificial sweetness. So anything with artificial sweetness, like cool drinks and, and yeah. stuff, have to basically be avoided if you can. Yeah, caffeine was, I did it, hey. I did it for like nine months. I was so proud of myself. But caffeine's one of the hardest things that I had to get rid of. Like I'm looking at this list and I'm thinking, eh, if this was a life test or whatever, I'm failing. Yeah, <laughs> because first true. of all, I don't like water or I don't enjoy water, even without being pregnant. Yeah. But now that I'm pregnant, it's even worse because mm. I want everything with taste. If it's tasteless, it's terrible. Yeah. So I like that it said, you know, fluids is not just, uh, you know, you water, can, yeah. it's not just water. <laughs> But I do need to drink water. So I need to tell myself, you need to drink water. For the past three days, I've been telling myself, (laughs) you need to drink water. I haven't yet. Because I just drink tea, you know, artificial cold drink is like (laughs) my thing. Can I throw in a tip here? Although it doesn't always work with me, but you have to be diligent. Just have the water bottle near you. So you don't like, you know, if it's there... In fact, I've heard this before. If it's there, you'll have it. If there's fruit there, you'll eat it. So if there's water there, you'll probably drink it. But yes. Like, even if it's there, my issue is the tastelessness. Or the the water does not have that. So I would drink the water. The next thing, I'm like gagging. Going, Yeah, I remember that. Then I put lemon. But now this child and lemon, they're also not friends. So I'm like... Cynthia, help me. Have you tried different <laughs> fruits? 
So, so maybe fruits, adding fruits definitely they yeah. work. So I mean, how many times have I asked you to buy me grapes? <laughs> <laughs> so grapes and carrots are like the best for yeah, me right yeah. now. But and w- in your water, water, actually putting yeah different. So I'm actually, trying a cucumber try or trying putting the grapes in the water. I'll try yeah. the grapes and in the yeah. water. I don't know how far you'll get with carrots, but you could possibly <laughs> put the carrots <laughs> in the water. Carrot water. Yes. So Cynthia, what are some of the Ideal foods one should eat if we can even, you know, keep it down. Like, as yeah. I'm telling you my stories, of, I can't <laughs> even keep water down. So, obviously, the main thing uh, when you're eating, especially when you're pregnant and stuff, is having the proteins and the vitamins and, and stuff. And when you look at vegetables, the type of vegetables that you eat as well, um, you want to have a lot of vitamin A and, and potassium in your in your diet and stuff. So you would get things like carrots, sweet potatoes, pumpkin, spinach, mm. cooked greens, tomatoes, and re- red sweet peppers. Those things have a lot of those type of vitamins, and it helps with your baby's growth as well. Think, uh, for potassium as well, you'd get things like honeydew, mangoes, prunes, I know nobody really likes prunes, but yeah. prunes are very healthy. Uh, bananas, apricots, oranges, red or green grapefruit as yeah. well. Most of these fruits are the fruits that people don't really like, but those are the ones that we need. Yeah, <laughs> look, prunes are apparently really good for, um, you know, if a, a pregnant woman will normally get very constipated. Yeah, yeah. So that's where I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Glory. <laughs> Um, but prunes, you know, have a little bit of a, um, yeah. a little bit of a thing that happens, and then you're able to like do the stuff that needs to be done. But sure. we won't talk about that right now. <laughs> we will. Um, <laughs> and if you look at like your dairy, because um, you need your calcium, you need your vitamin A's and D's. Like I said, um, you need fat-free or low-fat yogurt. Yeah. So you can't be, I know the caramel yogurt sounds amazing or the strawberry, but, but not the It's <laughs> weird how they say fat free. Yeah, fat free or okay. low fat. Um, I think it's also because in a lot of these um, items, they don't use natural fat okay. and, and stuff. And you're trying to stay away from preservatives. You're trying to stay away from all of those things. Skim or 1% milk. And soy milk. Those are the type of dairy products ah, that you... Soy milk. they trying to kill us, what? I'm like also thinking, I'm like, not pregnant yet, but then... What will I do? Yeah. And then um, things with grains, you uh, have ready-to-eat cereals or cooked cereals for iron and folic acid. Okay. So, yeah, those are the type of things that you would have. And then proteins are beans and peas, nuts and seeds, lean beef. At least you can have your beef, yes, yeah. your lamb and pork, salmon, trout, uh, herring, sardines, and pollock. So okay. th- those are the benefits. You can still have your beef. You know, lean, proper, yeah. good steak yeah. is yeah important. So obviously to all the moms, you know, if you are allergic to this kind of stuff, you know, being like pork. I know. Let's yes, not even talk about that. Um, <laughs> please don't eat those foods. You know, find the alternatives. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, but we're going to go into a song right now called Last Christmas. Last 
And I'm a worship leader at Hillsong Church, Pretoria And um, you are listening to Active FM Christ music is hot music Okay, so we're back So um, I, can I just say that I'm so glad that there are no onions in there Because I hated them throughout my pregnancies Really? Both Yeah, no, I couldn't stand on- The smell of onion, cooked onion I just, I just hated onion. So I'm glad that's not a requirement, just in case, you know, another one comes along. What are some of the foods to avoid during pregnancy? Now, things to avoid. One of the major things is anything that has a lot of preservatives inside because it's not fresh and and stuff. Mm. But if you look at your dairy products, it's things with unpasteurized milk, or foods made with unpasteurized milk. So these are things like feta, uh, soft cheeses. So all the soft cheeses, things like sure. brie. Fe- and feta is amazing. Do but you know? <laughs> <laughs> Blue vein cheese. Unless the cheese is labeled um, it's that it's made with pasteurized milk, then uh, meaning that there's a process that this milk went through. To, uh, to kill germs and all of these things. Now, if it doesn't go through that process, it could be harmful to you and your baby and the health and things like that. Yeah. So it's important when you're looking at those cheeses and stuff that it has that label that was made with pasteurized milk. Even with okay. the milk, I actually started noticing that if you, uh, the fresh milk, it will tell you whether it's pasteurized yeah, or not. And, yeah. and stuff. So when you're buying milk, if you don't want to drink soy milk and stuff, yeah. Just look at the label and see what that is. Hot dogs and luncheon meats as well. What? So that's like your ham, yes, your poloni. You know that tall. Your yeah. I don't know what they call it in America. In America, um, maybe your yam. I don't know. Yes, those cold meats, basically. Cold meats, yes. Yes, all the cold meats, um, unless they're heated until steaming 
hot before serving. So it's literally, sure. if you're going to have a Vienna, you're I'm going stinked. to heat it. You can fry it or, but obviously okay. don't overdo it with the fat yeah. <laughs> and things. Uh, raw and uncooked seafood, eggs and meat. So you cannot ma- have sushi no. with raw fish. There I'm is sushi that's made that. with a uh, cooked fish. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah, and you get cooked sushi. Yes, so there is wow. some sushi that's made with cooked fish. I know you get fish. veg sushi, but cooked but, sushi. Yeah, so wow. Well, it's not really cooked. It's like more steamed. Okay, yeah, it's no, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I must cooked. try that one because you know how people always like make a fuss about, oh, sushi is so nice. And then when I tried it, I didn't, I didn't share the same sentiments. <laughs> but maybe I should try the maybe one. I'd like to try that one. And then refri- refrigerated meat spreads, basically. Okay. So things like liver spread and all of those things are also stuff to stay away from. And then refrigerated smoked seafood. Okay. So smoked basically seafood. anything that is not fresh. Yes, practically. Well, yeah. then there you go. Yeah. Everything cooked, Tando. <sighs> Cynthia, I don't know if... <laughs> making me sad what's happening <laughs> because everything that they're saying avoid it's the thing that i'm like but i liked that yes but i like that but now it's not too late to change right right <laughs> still have time we know that pregnant woman right mm-hmm. they need to watch out when handling food because we don't want to be exposed to bad bacteria give us some tips on this cynthia yeah, so I mean, as much as it's important for um, us as pregnant women, I'm going to say us for the future, yes. <laughs> to um, watch what we eat and things like that. It's also important to watch how we store the food yeah. and mm. and stuff. Um, one of the tips is to always wash and rinse all raw pro- products or produce thoroughly under running tap water before eating, cutting, or cooking. So if you're making a salad, make sure that you, you wash the... You wash the lettuce under running water, yeah. not put in a bowl and then rinse it. Yeah. No, actually have the water running. So can I just say something on that? Like I, I saw, I saw some Facebook thing. I don't know what it was. Um, where you know, like from, the person took apples, put it into a bowl with, I don't know if it was salt or, or something, but to clean it, and then they started scrubbing the apple. I'm like. I just put it under the on the tap, you know, like That's I'm extreme. I'm, I'm like, okay, so so we don't need to actually do scrubbing unless you know the stuff is coming from yeah a source that's not great. <laughs> but the source is the tree. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, Corona, Corona exposed <laughs> places. Who knows what? Yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. Anyway, um, then it's important that you wash your hands, you wash the knives, uh, the countertops, and whatever you're gonna use to handle the food. Yeah. Uh, the pot whatever you make sure that you wash it up even if it was washed five minutes ago then went into the cupboard it means that you rinse it out before you actually start using it again and then cook your beef your pork and your poultry but now there are people who like medium rare or uh or or uncooked i call it uncooked meat (laughs) and stuff but even with that you just need to watch out as a pregnant woman um and, and see that it's at the right temperature yeah. for you to, to have. So instead of having rare, you'd have more medium rare. Yeah. Uh, closer know. to the well cold. done. Or you could have yeah. well done. And especially things like pork. Yeah. Because 
uh, pork carries more bacteria than beef and any other. And then another trick, if you're ever making a roast chicken, you can rinse out the chicken and pat it dry with a clean cloth. Yeah. And that basically takes away any... You don't, if you don't rinse it, you can also just pat it dry with a clean cloth and that takes away any bacteria that was on the top of But the isn't the bacteria going to die when it's like in the heat? You know, in the fire. Precautions. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, and, and just on, on that note, also yeah. with the handling of, of utensils, um, I've also heard that if you're using a cutting board, don't use the same cutting board that you would use for your vegetables um, to cut your chicken, yes. especially chicken, because it gets into the grooves. And yeah. So, yeah, kind of stay away from that kind of stuff. Yes. I oh. use... Yeah, Tandor. Buying new things for your uh, kitchen. Uh, right. <laughs> like, I have a glass board in my house and it's for everything. So I honestly, I honestly have the same, but what I've started doing was now using an, a plate, like a, uh, yeah. whatever you want to call it, polystyrene, not polystyrene, listen to me. Um, a porcelain, a porcelain, you know, your place that you eat mm. on or whatever. So, or, or glass plates or whatever. So, and I know you can get little glass Cutting boards as well, which you can use. But yes, apparently it's not healthy. Yep. And then um, lastly, it's making sure that you refrigerate all perishable foods. So if you made a chicken mayo sandwich or you're wanting to have chicken mayo later in the day and you make the you do the mixture, don't just leave it out there. So things like that, they can quickly uh, get go off and stuff. Make yeah. sure that those things are put, but also make sure. I, I actually, working in the food industry, learned that not everyone knows this, but you have to seal yeah. things. Um, so let's say you have a packet of bacon yeah. and you've opened that bacon. You need to take that bacon out of the packet and actually put it in a small container and f freeze it. Yeah. Don't put, and for some reason, they do not make resealable bacon packets. No one understands why, but then things like that. That's so make idea. sure that as much as you are putting things in the uh, fridge and things and, and stuff, make sure that they're sealed and sealed properly as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. And sorry, another thing. So if you've made cooked food, do not refrigerate it while it's still hot. Yes, I've heard that. And then um, when you, so let's say you want now a bit of that curry or whatever, do not... Um, uh, warm up the whole container just take up what you need and then warm that yes. up because warming and freezing and yeah. warming basically yeah i think that's standard practice even for non-pregnant women yeah. i think for mothers generally they should be doing that because you know um a lot of stuff can be exposed to certain bacteria and um even with the you know sealing stuff right i found that like i don't know if the, like this is a thing i hate but if you put a banana in the fridge like Anything open will smell and taste like banana. And I'm like, I can't steal. <laughs> so, yes, make sure you seal everything properly. So, what about after baby has arrived? What thing? Now, I always thought before I was doing this research and stuff that once baby has arrived, everything can go back to normal. Your Do you diet is amazing. But from <laughs> what I've seen in this research, you're like, no ways. Did you know that? If you're breastfeeding mom, especially, you need to have... So now, while you're pregnant, it's 300 extra calories. But while you're breastfeeding, it's about 400 to 500 additional calories that have to be added okay. per day. Listen, this, this says a lot about yes. the weight happening. This, that happens. They don't understand, these people <laughs> that wrote this thing. <laughs> 
that we have body goals you know after baby <laughs> but then the nice thing about breastfeeding is that it actually takes the weight away and and stuff so you can do the exercises and all of these things but it takes the weight um can i just say like I, I did i did i did the whole breastfeeding thing and with tandor she she lost the weight like yeah, this yeah. it was like yeah. fabulous with me i didn't lose the weight as as much as i had wanted to especially with my second pregnancy yeah um so i think it also just depends on the the body types but obviously it's a season so you know once you're done with breastfeeding at the age of two three or you know if you want to go further than that please be please do but um it's a season and i mean your baby's mm-hmm. more important than your body um yes. not to say that you mistreat your body badly but what i'm saying is get what you need to feed your baby yes um i think that's the most important part especially for moms that battle um with the weights maybe um there's no quick fixes some moms yeah. really will just get back into shape other moms will take time and that's yeah. okay yeah yes carry on and then uh obviously now if you're a breastfeeding mom and all of these things it's for the weight and stuff, yes. Mm. But then in order to keep that milk supply healthy as well, because yeah. it's important to watch what you eat because of the milk supply and stuff, it's important that you you consume food sources that have healthy fats. Yeah. So you don't have to stick to a strict diet like when you were pregnant and things like that. You can slowly, not like full, you can slowly go back into um, how you ate before. But then it's important that you make sure that you eat a lot of healthy fats and and stuff yeah uh, proteins so things with a lot of proteins yeah. and and things and carbohydrates so a lot of bread and and stuff so examples of these things would be eggs fatty fish are excellent as well so having a lot yeah. of fish is excellent um it's, it's excellent sources of protein and healthy fats while vegetables whole grains and fruits provide rich fiber carb sources yeah. nuts seeds avocados full fat yogurt so now you can have full wow, fat wow what a difference because <laughs> now you're adding more calories and, yes. and and stuff um also examples of healthy fat so not only are those foods a great source of protein fats and carbs but uh, these whole foods are packed with vitamins minerals and antioxidants that help promote overall health our breast milk is generally composed of 87% of water, so it's important that you're drinking a lot of fluids as well. Uh, th- 3.8% of fat, 1% of protein, 7% of lactose as well. That's important when you are basically breastfeeding. Yes. I think everyone needs to like go and listen to the show again and take notes. Yeah, no problem. Can I just it's say to that... Just like all pregnancies are different, your cravings yeah. are different yeah. to her cravings and stuff. And we've given this information and things. I think it's also it's the same with the person that's not that's not pregnant and on a diet. Yeah. A diet for me would be a different diet for yes. you and stuff. Yeah. So I think it's just look at the foundations and then work with that. Yes. Yeah. Very good advice. Well, thank you so much, Cynthia. That was very helpful yes. and a lot of information there. So definitely, because you are close, so you can now start helping me. Because I think it, once you start, you know, with yeah, these things, yeah. you can sort of like keep that lifestyle even yes. after the baby. Mm. Yeah. Which I think when you're getting older, you need to watch what you yes. eat anyway. You know, a little, being, a little bit more work goes into that. <laughs> yes. Being more healthier and all of that. So thank you so much for all that, Cynthia. Thank you. We're going to close with John 6 verse 35. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Did they say anything about bread there? Because I also oh, love bread. <laughs> after birth. 
And I love Jesus. He's he's all about food. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. And as much as it's important to feed the stomach, and that is to feed our flesh so Mm. we can stay alive, right? And it's the same way that we need to feed our spirit. Our spirit needs to also be looked after and fed. I love... um, what Jesus is saying that I'm the bread of life and if you come to him you will never be hungry again and when our soul is filled with Jesus who is the bread of life Mm. it satisfies our souls and we don't have longing for things that are on the external because our soul is being fed by Jesus who is the bread of life so if I can encourage us as moms let us not just you know watch what we eat as that is so important and critical, but it's the same. The same applies to our spirit, to mm. our spiritual life. That we actually are, are filled with Jesus. That we are having Him as the bread of life. That will satisfy any other longing that we might have in our innermost being. That yeah. food cannot even touch. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Oh, Cynthia, it was so awesome to have you. Yeah. Um, Thank just the insights. So yes, everyone go back and listen. Tandor, that was an incredible outro. Yes. Love that verse and composing it, transposing it into what we need to for our souls. We're going to end off today. So you guys go out there and be good eaters. So go and eat lots, but make sure it's the right thing to eat. We're going to end off with reactive heart explodes.